Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to another episode of the Half Hour Fancy Podcast. I'm your host Peter, joined as always with Donnie and Tom. How are you doing, Donnie? I'm very well, thank you. How are you doing, Tom? I'm good, Peter. How are you? Not too bad. So, a lot has happened the last few weeks. There has been cup games, there's been league games, but on the, on the horizon coming up is a double game week, a blank game week, and then a big double game week. So, this is the nitty-gritty part of the season. A lot of people's season could be made or broke in the next couple of weeks, so I'll keep the silver in. So we're here to help you. Hopefully we can uh, get yourself a better rank you've got right now. So we'll start where we always start. We will go to our own league first, run for that, and then we'll go to the points. So let me see. Half hour fantasy league, top three, there is one change. Melvin's still one, 16-8 overall. Up to second, E6 hours, 16-65. Third, down for one, it's McCogan 92, 1664, and creeping up there into fourth, I see a very own Donnie's closing in their own league, so that's how that stands. So we'll go to the Mega League, and we'll go points and scores. I'll go first because I'm a lowest rank, so I am now up to rank 30th, so another five places up for last time, I'm looking good. 73 points overall, and I had Clark and go for two, Strain two, Captain Tav two, Kelly 2, Barisic 9, Tillman 11, Jota 10, Hatati 2, Shankland 9, Vice Captain Furashi 16, and Anderson 8, and nothing on the bench. So, like I say, that's third place. So, Tom, how's your points and rank this week? Uh, I'm up to 21st. I've got 80 points in total. Uh, I had Carson goals for two, backline of strain for two, Captain Tav 2, Cochrane 8, Barisic 9, and Johnston 2. In midfield, I had Tillman for 11 and Yota for 10. And up front, I had Shanklin for 9. Vice-captain Furuhashi got 16 and the Duke got me 9. Donnie, yourself? Uh, yep, I'm up also. Uh, I'm up to 14th overall. Um, so my game week was Birigiti for 1, Strain 2, Captain Tav 2, Carter Vickers 2, Tillman 11, Armstrong 1, Jota 10, Campbell 2, Morelos 2, Shanklin 9, Vice Captain Furuhashi 16. So, as I say, up to 14th for myself. Good, good. We're all flying. And because of Tom's uh, 
miraculous comeback. He managed to qualify to the last group stage of the cup. <laughs> you were quite a bit behind there, Tom. So you, need, you need to pull a score at the back, and you did. So that kicks off tomorrow night. Twelve managers left the final group. I've tweeted today, I've retweeted, sorry, how it works for the last couple of game weeks. So if you're in it, you've still got a chance. But all scores will be reset. If you're not in it, you're knocked out. Do not worry. Pretty soon on the horizon is our world-famous half-hour fantasy podcast cup, the last one of the season. That'll be getting uh, registers of open soon on that one, and then we'll get that sorted to the end of the season bash. Right, we'll go to the results. It's been a while back, but obviously this still counts for fantasy-wise because some teams haven't played. So it comes to like, form and blah, 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 blah. So I'll we'll go through them all and then I'll come to you, Tom. So we've got Mirnell Hibs 1, Rangers 2, Ross County 1, Livingston 3, Kilmarnock 1, Hearts 3, Dun United 1, Aberdeen 3, Motherwell 1, and Game of the Week, St Johnson 1, Celtic 4. So over to you, Tom. Okay, so first fixture, we've got Aberdeen 3, Motherwell 1. Um, we've got a goal from Duke with assist from Hayes, and we obviously got a brace with assist from uh, Ramadani and uh, Claxon. Uh, Motherwell managed to bag a goal, and it was Van Veen with a penalty. Um, as we mentioned, it was a brace for Miofsky. Uh, he was the standout in this game with four shots on target. Um, Duke also got a, a goal as well, but um, you could perhaps argue maybe he's in more sort of consistent form, but Miofsky is still capable of getting those hauls. Um, Motherwell, um, their only shot on target in this game was the penalty, and obviously that came from Van Veen, uh, who was subbed on after 55 minutes, so you can see why the manager was sacked there. Um, it was a bit of a shame that Aberdeen couldn't hold on to the clean sheet. They do have some cheap options in defence, and um, this is in the form of Angus McDonald at 2.3 million and Matty Pollock at 2.6 million. So if you're looking for a, a cheap enabler to be part of your bench trick, then um, those guys may offer you a cheap option. Um, Van Veen, perhaps a consideration for the blank, given the, the, that the manager has been sacked. There may be a sort of new manager bounce there, but overall, not too keen on Motherwell. Peter, what do you think? Yeah, I wish he'd sacked him a couple weeks ago that we could maybe have got a new manager bounce. So, um, there's questions of the slayer, so I don't want to go into do t- too much details. I think Motherwell's still a hard avoid. Otherwise. I, do, I do look at the squad and I do think if the manager wasn't enough out of them, there's some good, decent players in, in that squad that should be doing better. Aberdeen, again, do you want to invest in Aberdeen? We've got Celtic next. Is that right after this? Is it Celtic this weekend or next weekend? Yeah. So, I, I can't see any of that. But I do like just to watch, see how they're going to go and it's probably see if there is a chance. I mean, we've been saying this for weeks, avoid these teams. So there could be a chance if they if Robson gets an effect off Aberdeen and if the mother will appoint if it all looks all in term, if there's a slight bounce or comeback, then it could give him an interest again at the end of the season. But for me, as it stands right now, I'm not interested in both teams. No. Donnie, anything to add there then? Yeah, so it's hard to know if this was a, a good result for Aberdeen or if it was just a case of the, the best of the worst. Um, they do play Celtic next, so again, going to stay off them. I think for me, Miofsky in the blank game week is probably an attractive move and they're at home to Livingston um, so that might be one to consider if you're trying to shape up um, for that one but without enough information on how Motherwell are going to progress under new management it's really hard to jump on them plus they'd have that double um, it, it would be a risk um, but we can talk about that later but a good result nonetheless for um, what has been a, a poor Aberdeen team of, of late Yep um, on to the next fixture then, Hearts 3, 
Um, Dundee United won. Um, we got a goal from Shankland, a goal from Cochran, uh, with an assist from Barry Mackay, and Stephen Humphreys got the third goal. Uh, for Dundee United, it was Stephen Fletcher um, that got the goal with an assist from Niskanen, and uh, Ryan Edwards got a red card in this game. Uh, Stephen Humphreys, he's a 4.5 million forward. Uh, he came on for Alan Forrest at half-time. He had a decent game. He got three shots on target despite playing half the game. He hit the woodwork as well. So um, what to keep an eye on there. Um, Stephen Fletcher scored for Dundee United and missed a big chance. He could be another consideration for the, the blank game week. Um, the face Ross County. Um, sorry, St. Johnston and then Ross County in the blank. Um, could be a consideration short term. Um, I don't know what I'm talking about here. <laughs> I can't read more. I can't read more in writing. Aberdeen living in the double game week. Um, it could have been a different game without the red card. That could be argued. Um, Niskanen, he could be an option. Um, but I seen in the cup that Behich came on uh, for him uh, early on in the game. So that, that uh, when I didn't notice that hadn't happened yet, but I did think he could be another consideration for the. Uh, the blank game week as well. Uh, he created two big chances in this game, so he does have the opportunity for attacking returns. Uh, Cochrane was initially benched in this game, um, but if you hug on to him, then you're rewarded with a goal. Um, that was his first of the season, and he's also managed two assists, so not too too much in the way of attacking returns, but Hearts have had a good um, defensive run recently. Uh, Janelli owners, uh, not good news. Obviously, got the two yellows, um, one for time waste and then arguing with the referee. So he's suspended for the next game week. So if you don't have a bench trick player, you could perhaps keep him for that. Um, I could see him making way for um, Kuol or Humphreys going forward, though. Um, Janelli has played down the middle, but he's not got too many goals. So I think his um, position in the starting 11 could be at risk, but again, something to keep an eye on there. Donny, what did you glean yes. from this game? So another, another good result for Hearts and Dundee United are a car crash of a team. Um, Cochrane, I had on the bench, that that was the game week where Cochrane and Tillman um, were both benched. Um, so I moved them both on the bench, of course, with Tillman coming on. Uh, so early in the Rangers game, that got me the points. So I missed out on some points here. Um, I do like the guy, uh, Humphreys, up front, but probably all got Shankland. Um, you're not going to have a replace with him, so um, he's just going to miss out. But some good returns uh, in the in the way of Shankland. Hearts is a team that I'm going to move off of just because of the way the fixtures pan out. And Dundee United is a team that I just don't fancy in general. So I managed to get some points for the game, but from a fantasy point of view, it's two teams I'll be staying clear of just for the next coming weeks. Peter? Yep, I think I sat in here, podcast for last, actually giving the league a bit of praise the way they turned up for games, but I think up just the Midas touch reverse since then, they have been atrocious again. They didn't invest in January, so the squad's kind of fed bare. They see we don't have the bright players for the or right square pegs around holes kind of situation where it might look good in paper, but it's not really working. I think the manager's maybe out his depth as well. So that's one I agree with Donny. I think about a hard avoid them. Hearts, I mean, the Cochrane one did hurt a wee bit because I did take him out because I thought, right, cool, take him out anyways in the blank week. It was on the bench and scored. 
I was lucky enough I didn't actually see Tillman's bench, so Donny managed to keep Tillman in my team, so I was locked out there. And my thoughts the blank. I wouldn't recommend him players right now. You see the fixtures turn a slightly so in my case of you don't need to bring him in. No point in one week and then they're going to miss a game anyway. So I'm inclined. I just keep Shankland and probably is Clark just taking over, I think. Maybe move for a cheaper keeper, but they, they still can't be trying to be clean sheets. Hearts are still, even though they win, they have good results. They still seem to concede quite often. One goal here or there. I know Don, uh, Tom made a start last week. The, the goals can see they've been down since Gorman out. That was a because uh, Gorman's obviously his fault, but I just don't particularly trust them. And what Donny said, it's a case of unless you're in the luxury of yourself, Tom, or like you can have a, the, the well care about things like that. I think you just be rest coming off. And I'm sure the majority of engaged managers will, will have Shankland anyway, so that's the main one. Yep. Does it come to you, Donny? Yes, Donnie. Yeah, I've talked about it. As Donny's going to walk around the house, that's fine. <laughs> uh, uh, next fixture up, we've got Livingston 3, Kilmarnock 1. Um, goals came from Newbley, um, Bruce Anderson and Stephen Kelly. Um, Bruce Anderson's goal was assisted by Devlin. Uh, for Kilmarnock, it was Doidge, our old Hibs favourite, uh, with an assist from Vassell. Uh, Nubly got the opener. Um, he was the only player in this fixture with a, more than a single shot on target with three. Um, Peter's uh, favourite Livingston player, Montano, came on at 66 minutes and managed to hit the woodwork, so um, could have been a goal there. Um, Stephen Kelly, he's, he's been in good form. Um, he's been getting some hauls recently. Um, let's not forget the brace and assist in the double game week um, that never was um, but could be a consideration for the, the, the blank as well um, two home games of Hibs and Dundee United as well in the double so um, those without the two wild cards maybe stick stick with them or um, perhaps even getting them in Um Devlin could be an option as well. Assist, clean sheet assist in the last three game weeks as well. So um, he could also be a consideration given his um, potential returns on both ends of the pitch too. Um, it was a poor game for Kilmarnock. Um, obviously, previously we've stated that Danny Armstrong and Ash Taylor were the, probably the two standouts within the Kilmarnock squad, but um, not for them this game week. Um I'm not too sure about Kilmarnock assets going forwards. I think Vassell scored in the, the cup game and got an assist in this game, so he could be perhaps an emerging option, but um, overall, I'm not too keen on Kilmarnock. Peter, your thoughts on this fixture? Not too keen on Kilmarnock either. Livingston already beat in the cup, but Livingston, I think we say this nearly every week, if you've got all these players on your team and use them as best track players, nine teams out of ten, they do return for you. I mean, Donny had Kelly and he came off him. <laughs> but I actually thought he had the points, but he had not come off him. But I suppose it's one of the things uh, they've all just tick over nicely over time. I get Anderson used that one. And obviously, I'm not, I know they're playing Rangers this week, so I won't get, I'll bench them, but they're playing the double, so it's sort of the blank. So I'll just keep them for that as well. It's a, I wouldn't be investing in Kilmarnock. They've looked fleeting at times, but... I think they're in serious trouble. I think they're really lucky. Motherwell are really, really so poor right now. Uh, it's hard to even think of players right. But just, I would avoid Kilmarnock 
I'll use them as bench prep players. For Livingston, if you've got them, just keep them because there's no point in wasting a transfer when you've got blanks and doubles coming up. Other than that, I think it's just as you go. Yep, Donny. Yeah, so as Peter touched on there, I had uh, I had Kelly in my team and I swapped him out for Armstrong. Uh, Armstrong also got booked in this game, so the swing was uh, a bit of a nightmare for me. But I, as you're both saying, these these are the types of games where Livingston can clutch your points and spread across defence, midfield and up front. They're pretty reliable um, in that respect. Uh, as far as Kilmarnock goes, I mean, they're not in great form, but they do play that blank week. Uh, so I'll hold on to Armstrong. Uh, he seems to take all the, the set pieces. Um, so I'll keep a hold of him. Um, and I think I've still got Kelly at the back uh, for Livingston. I'll keep a hold of him as well. So um, good result for Livingston. I'd say Kilmarnock are probably just a little bit better than those behind them. It might just be enough to, to keep them up. But I still think from the last time I spoke that they haven't won away from home. So I probably should have known that when I made my changes at the time. But uh, that's the way it goes. Yeah. Um, up next then we've got Rangers 2, Ross County 1. Uh, we had a goal from Tillman with an assist from Cantwell uh, and Barisic also got a goal um, with an assist from Goldson. Was it? I think it was Was it there and then take it away? I've got a question mark next to it, so I don't know why I've done that. <laughs> um, Ross County's goal was uh, Jordan White uh, with an assist from Danda. Uh, in this game, Kent and Cantwell both hit the, the woodwork. Um, that managed to maintain the 3-1 trend of the, the Saturday fixtures. Um, Morellis had a huge nine shots, three on target, three off and three blocked. Um, I think he's probably a must um, for the... Um, so I must have sort of post-blank game week. Um, so I think perhaps on the second wildcard, I'll be looking to, to get him in. Um, Jordan White managed to wipe out the Rangers' clean sheet. Uh, he also missed a big chance. He's been decent recently. His last four sco- scores have been seven, nine, two, seven. So not doing too badly there. And it has to be in contention for the, the blank game week as well. Uh, Barisic owners breathe a sigh of relief as he managed to get the winning goal uh, and a bonus point as well. So not too bad there, considering he didn't get the clean sheet. Um, Danda could also be a consideration at 3.3 million. Um, he's had... 11 points, 10 points and 5 points in the last three game weeks as well. So um, he's not doing too badly either. Um, though he's not really showed much form prior to this sort of purple patch. So um, I'd be a bit cautious looking at him. But uh, that's all. I'll come to you, Donny, first. Um, I can't remember much about the game. I think subsequent games have kind of wiped it out. But Tillman is certainly the, the man in the moment. Um, for me, he's a must-have. He, he's a really silky player, um, really classy. Um, and if we can get him in the summer, um, that would be a good bit of business because he really is a delight to watch. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, I put him on the bench. And just the way the team news panned out, and I imagine if everyone else did the same, he was probably the man that came off using the bench trick, so you'd have got the points anyway. But it wasn't the best performance, uh, and when St. Johnston equalised, um, I think I remember saying at the time that they always do us dirty. Um, I was just, you know, I've I've been I've seen these games before, but luckily Barisic um, with a deflected free kick um, got the win. So it wasn't a pretty performance. Things like I can't well is coming on a game. Um, he's certainly getting more game time. Um, 
think he's kind of taken over from this Cala role. Um, so that's a good one. Morelos just missed out. He didn't play at the weekend of the Cup, but I think you'll see him back in the the, the lineup at the weekend. So just a bad weekend for him. But you know when he does score, he tends to score a couple. So I would hold on to him. Uh, I say Matav again, a bit disappointing. He missed a penalty at the weekend as well, but you know, be a brave man to come off of him. But not not the best of performances, but the result nonetheless. So uh, pleased with that. Yep, Peter, can you tell us how much class Tillman oozed in this game? <laughs> yes, well, I did say the terrifying. I think he looks like more to me. He's the first one just played in my team. I think he's more reliable, bring points back to Tavernier. It's just I think yeah. Tavernier's slightly on the slide as a player. I think it may just be his age and stuff now, and the amount of games he's played. Again, I'm, I will not be coming off him because I'm not that brave, but his points return is not as as often as they have been. Case in point, when I made the final group of the Royal Rumble, I went just too quick. Who's got the highest point score? That's who gets the group. And there was actual surprise. Shackland has most, at that time of doing it, had more points a game than Tavernier. So there we go. I had Barisic, so I had that, but I, I'm wary of this double up at the back because. I think between now and the end of the season, I, I do believe Morelos will probably return more up front than Barisic was a second defender at the back, but that can be rectified in the wild card that we've all got, Pat Madonna. Uh, <laughs> for Ross County, I think they did actually buy well during January window, they've strength for the squad, so I do think they will offer some value, maybe for some cheap options as the best strip players as the season progresses, because I think they're going to just slowly but surely get away from that rel- uh, relegation zone because one of the teams actually did invest to get out of it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, next fixture, we have St Mirren nil, Hibs 1. Um, it was Ellie Ewan with the only goal and he got an assist from uh, Ewan Henderson. Um, remember him. Um, at 4.2 million, Ewan um, is another informed striker. Um, his last three fixtures, he's uh, managed 12 points, 9 points and 10 However, will this be maintained when uh, Nisbet returns? Um, also, Hibs do blank in game week 26, so um, probably not wise to invest in them at this point unless you're just looking for a one-week punt. Um, need to keep an eye on Tony Watt. Um, he came on as a sub um, but didn't make much of an impact, but obviously still early days for him at St Mirren. Um, St Mirren obviously do play twice in this game week, so... Uh, Definitely keep an eye on him and see what impact that'll have on uh, Curtis Main as well. Um, Main could be an option for your double game week, um, but I will be waiting for lineups um, on Wednesday night before making my transfer this week. So, one to monitor. Peter? Uh, so, Burn, I don't know, this game was kind of a weird game. Hibs have a very weird team at times. I mean, they look totally bereft and then they come back and win maybe back-to-back games and they get themselves out of trouble. They're still a poor team. They're not particularly interested in many of their assets. I'm going to have to wait a couple of weeks to get fans out. Some of the new players have brought the defender, stuff like that. Nisbet, but he's kind of injury-prone. We sit there and I've already got two at the back eh, because of the, the double game coming up. And I'm probably inclined to invest in one more. Probably main if we get the Kyogo is out news because I can well carry it anyway after it but uh, they played the weekend and I 
in the cup, Celtic beaten 5-1, but I feel that was quite harsh on them because it was a lot of late goals. They came with a plan. I think we mentioned some other one of the teams you can probably not, not rely on, but they do look like they have something about them. So that strain's pretty much been very solid all season. Double game, I know it's going to happen. They're going to do nothing, but you've got to you've got to, to win it sometimes, don't you? But it's Hibs, you wouldn't be touched because of the blanking soon and we have to wait and see what that looks like after that. Yep. And Donny? Yeah, so I think this was probably a surprise result, um, if anything, because some men have been on such a good run of form. So um, I think we've all backed them defensively um, and came a cropper. Uh, it would have been obviously a lot better if it was nil-nil. Um, so, yeah, I think we'll stick with the St. Mirren defence. Uh, it could also add another area of the pitch. I think team news will be important because they have signed Watt, and although Maine is in form, I guess it's going to be a, a head-to-head there. So at least you'll see that uh, on Wednesday before you need to make your, your team changes. Hibs, again, because of the way the fixtures pan out, they blank and they've got Rangers um, as part of their double. So, again, it's probably not a team that you're going to going to look towards um, from a fantasy point of view. So, I think sticking with this St Mirren defence um, should do you good over the next few weeks. And Hibs, again, just because of the fixtures, uh, it's probably an avoid for me. Yeah. Uh, a final fixture then. Um, we've got St Johnson 1, Celtic 4. Uh, St. Johnson's goal came from Dre Wright with an assist from Carey. For Celtic, it was a considine own goal. Uh, Kyogo scored. Uh, Moy got the third with an assist from Yota. And uh, Turnbull scored the fourth goal with an assist from O'Reilly. Um, Moy was the only player to get more than a single shot in this game. Um, he's doing well um, as the candidate for the, the third Celtic slot. Um, previous pods we've discussed is, is it wise to go with the defender or Moy? Well, just now, he's currently um, beating any defensive option as it stands. Um, Kyogo got a goal. Um, he did miss a big chance. Obviously, he came off in the cup with a shoulder injury. Um, need to kind of wait and see if there's a bit more information on that. But with the, the deadline tomorrow night, we might not get... Um, I think it's probably Maeda that's most likely to start in his place. I think oh, um, he's, he's too new. He needs some time to, to bed in. So I think it'll be Maeda down the middle. Um, Jota hit the woodwork in this game. So he could have had a goal and a, an assist. Um, I think he's still uh, the, an essential Celtic option in, in my eyes. Um, Celtic unlucky to get the clean sheet. Jay Wright did manage to score. It was from considerable distance. Um, so... Bit unlucky there, but Donny, I'll come to you first this time. Yep, so uh, Considine loves a goal against Celtic. That's two OGs he scored this season against Celtic. Uh, topped it off by getting sent off um, right to death. Um, so good performance from him. But I uh, mean, a pretty consistent Celtic team performance from a fantasy point of view. Um, it was all the big names and getting in with the points. Um, Turnbull, O'Reilly, um, I've seen them featuring at the weekend in the Cup. But that's just the parts they're going to play at the moment. I wouldn't be looking to move to them um, as far as Celtic concerned. But yeah, Moy is, is a danger at the moment. Um, on penalties, getting assists. I think when we look at clean sheets versus midfield returns, it probably is the right move to make. 
Uh, I have got Carter Vickers at the back, so this game cost me in terms of the points there. Um, it's something I would have to work towards uh, when the double game week comes around, is maybe moving those two around because he, he certainly is in form and, and getting the points. But uh, I think we all had Vice on Furuhashi, so that got good returns. Again, we're just not really going to know injury-wise if he's going to be ready or not. Um, so that's that's something to consider um, ahead of the next game week. But I think it was just a, a routine performance um, as far as Celtic are concerned. Yep. Peter? Yep, that was just pretty straightforward. There was a we expected, didn't expect the clean sheet to go, but wasn't exactly against it when I had no sound defence, so I think that helped Morant jump up a wee bit. Uh, Kyogo injuries one issue. I think we've all got Kyogo. Now, if Celtic went blank a week later, I think it would be an easy move to Maida because I think he is going to start. I think Don, you told me you're right. But if Celtic blanking, that's a waste to transfer a player who is going to be in that game week. So I am going to hopefully get some team news. I'll be scrolling to about tonight, tomorrow, hope for something. If not, then it's a best. It's a, I've got Shanklin's going to blank as well. So what do you do? Do you get rid of one and keep one use a bench trick player? Because it's somebody's going to have to go. And if he's not playing, you don't get the team news. So... So we run. I don't see the risk because the cup final as well. It's another thing you get to take it and play. If he's not 100% fit, they're not going to risk him when there's a cup final coming up. We'll just go with me. There are plenty of players that can rotate and then the wide positions as well. So I can't see it. But especially the team are playing as Aberdeen at home. I'm going to say no disrespect, but all disrespect to Aberdeen. They're not as if they're going to <laughs> turn up, I think, and offer much issues for Celtic defensively. So this is what they watch. And then he's planning ahead. They need to keep an eye on the news if they can. And if they make a a punty transfer if need be come Wednesday's deadline. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Yep. Um, and then conclude with the top 10. Um, obviously, this game week, Mojovski was top um, with 15 points, Kyogo with 11, and Tillman with 11. Uh, Yota uh, got 10. Uh, Ewan, that we mentioned, uh, got 10. Nubly, 10. Stephen Kelly, um, 10 points. Moy, 10 points. Um, a new one this week, Conrad Egan Riley, the defender, got 9 points, and Cantwell. Um, nine points as well, um, which gives us no goalkeepers. A rarity to get goalkeepers in the top ten these days. Uh, just one defender, and um, five midfielders, and four forwards. So nothing really jumping out there. It's kind of the same old names, really. Anything to add from you guys? Yeah, it's nope. the names, you, names you expect in a lot of kind of every so often one week wonders you never hear again. So yeah, there's only one clean bit. sheet. Across the six games, so again, it's not a surprise there wasn't any defensive um, stars there. It's probably just your goal scorers getting the three bonus points and uh, that there. But I caught a couple, so so it was a good thing. Right, Don, over you, you've got a dive around the fixtures coming up. Yep. So obviously we enter a, a phase now. In the next three game weeks, there's a, a double, a blank, and then a big double. Um, so I'm just going to try and navigate who's playing and, and what the fixtures are. Um, obviously, if you've got wild cards, uh, one or two, then some of this won't apply the same. But I don't have a wild card, so I kind of have to navigate around it. So we'll, we'll talk about that at the end. So we'll start off with Aberdeen. Uh, Aberdeen do play three out of three in the, in the next game, three game weeks. However, the first one is Celtic. Um, so you probably don't want to jump on them. They've then got Livingston, Dundee United in uh, the following two weeks. So that's a team that you probably can go to. Uh, for the blank, we talked about Miofsky uh, being on form, Duke as well, uh, if you fancy it. Just a reminder, if anyone's persevered with scales um, over the last few months, he won't be able to play this weekend either um, because it's his parent club. Uh, Celtic, they play blank and then double. Um, we've talked about the Kugel injury, and I think there's a question on that, but for me... I'm not going to sell any Celtic assets. I'll just bench as many as I can uh, so that when I come out the other end, uh, I've still got them. Because St. Millen Hearts is a double. Um, it's pretty attractive. So although they do blank for me, I'll just bench and, and run from there. Dundee United, they play, play double. So although that's uh, good from a, a game's volume point of view, their form is you know dead against it. Because fixture-wise, it's good. It's in Johnston, Ross County. Aberdeen Livingston, um, if they had a shred of form about them, 
you know, there's a couple of fixtures there that you can go with, but it's going to be a brave manager that decides to, to jump on Dundee United, as far as I'm concerned. If we look at Hearts, uh, they play blank and then double. However, one of those doubles is against Celtic, so you might just consider that a single game week. Uh, so the way that will pan out is they'll have Motherwell, blank, St Johnston, and then Celtic. Uh, for me, having to transfer my way around this, Hearts is the team that I've targeted uh, in terms of coming off. So I've still got Cochrane and Shankland, uh, and I can come off Cochrane this game week. Uh, and then Shankland maybe the following week uh, swap from Yovsky. So Hearts is a team that you might want to uh, stay away from uh, as far as they're concerned. Hibs, similar fashion, they play blank and then double, but their double includes Rangers as well. So it'll be Kilmarnock, blank, Livingston, Rangers. So same as Hearts. Um, I'm probably just going to miss out on them uh, from an assets point of view. Kilmarnock, they play all three game weeks. They've got Hibs, Motherwell, and then Rangers. Uh, I've talked already about having Armstrong, so I can keep him for the next two game weeks and then come the Rangers game, um, I can just bench him or, or move him on. But um, that's them. Livingston have probably got the best of the fixtures after this game weekend. Uh, they've, got, uh, they've got Rangers, Aberdeen, then Hibs and Dundee United. Uh, so again, bench for the Rangers game and then bring them in for the Aberdeen and then the double Hibs and Dundee United. Motherwell, the, the team that's probably the most out of form at the moment, they double play and play. So again, they've got really good fixtures, but so out of form. Um, it's going to be difficult to rely on. So they've got St Mirren, which is the first fixture of the game week, which is Wednesday. Uh, that's the only team news we'll, we'll see. Then they play Hearts, then they play Kilmarnock, and then they play Ross County. So again, if they had a bit of form, there's some good fixtures there, but it's going to be really difficult. You're really going to ask, to ask yourself, you know, is Van Veen going to outscore Morelos? Probably not. Rangers, same as Celtic, they play blank and then double. So it goes Livingston, blank, Kilmarnock, then Hibs. Uh, again, I can't really transfer around it, so I will stick with Tav, Tillman, and Morelos as my three Rangers assets. We've then got Ross County, so they, um, like some other teams, play all three game weeks. Um, St Mirren, Dundee United, Motherwell. Uh, and I think there is value in the Ross County team. Uh, Peter touched on it, but they have used the transfer market well. Uh, and you do have informed players like of White and Danda um, that are, are more reliable. So I think Ross County, you could maybe use in that blank game week. They play Dundee United, and that might be worthwhile. St Johnston. They play all three game weeks as well. Dundee United, St. Mirren Hearts. Again, there's no form, no real standout assets. It's probably going to be an avoid. And last of all, as a team that are in form, albeit a bad result the weekend, they double play a play. So it's Motherwell and Ross County in the upcoming game week, St. Johnston and then Celtic. So I'm quite happy having a St. Mirren defender. Um, there's questions about midfield options which we can discuss and then up front it's either going to be main or what um, but you'll see the team news uh, and you can go on that if you fancy it so that's how the next few weeks are going to pan out I'll review it um, through each podcast just to see where everyone is and um, how the form is lying but Peter you've got one wild card so you're probably going to use that for the double game week is that right yep. the, the final double game week yes and Tom you've got two are you going to use them consecutively yeah that's the plan yeah, yeah so, so not so much of a problem for you guys but for me it's a bit of a minefield I think 
I might have six or seven players in that blank and that'll be me. I'm just going to have to get lucky with my captain and vice-captain. But anything there that you're looking to target, Peter? It, no, that's good to be explained it for a lot of people who have probably used both wildcards. So it's just trying to build the team as best for you. If you've got one wildcard, you, you can also wildcard out it. If you're lucky enough to have two like Tom, then you can these punties you feel like because you get basically a free hit back out of it. And I explained it quite well for people in your own position. So they've got to be very careful with transfer the use and make sure you don't load up in the wrong teams coming back out of it. Then you're, they're struggling for points and taking hits that they really probably shouldn't be taking. And don't be scared if you look at six, seven players in that game week. It's only one game week after all. The fixtures aren't exactly fantastic. Unless somebody goes nuts somewhere, I think you'll come out at maybe, maybe 20 points tops behind. That's that's really, really top scale, I think. I think you won't be that far behind. Yeah. And Tom, you've got obviously both your wild cards, so you can navigate the blank and the, the end double um, quite easily. But are you eyes on any of these fixtures that I've talked about? Um, probably Jordan White mm-hmm. at, um, at Ross County against Dundee United. Nice home fixture for him. Um, could even be potentially a vice captain option in that game. In that game week, sorry. Um, I think it's quite good for the, the people that have the two wild cards because everyone's got the St. Mirren just now and it's, it'll be quite easy to just ditch. You know, A lot of people have probably tripled up. Quite easy to ditch those guys for the game week 27 um, because they face Celtic. So it means you can maybe pick out three players that you know, double or... I'll just have a, a nice fixture. You could even just get on Ross County. I mean, if Motherwell are still um, floundering, then Ross County do face Motherwell in game week 27. So you can you can load up on those guys as well. So I think Ross County is probably a team to, to perhaps target just now, given their, their form and their fixtures as well. Yeah, I no, that's both. good. I've still got my triple captain. I don't think there's a lot of managers have that chip still in play. So I could maybe look to recoup my points in the, the big double game week at the end. But... I would have to be rogue because I imagine a lot of folk will just go to have in the year. So I might I might play a wild one there uh, to get some points back. But that's how it's going to pan out. As I say, the game week starts uh, Wednesday. Um, so that's the only team news we're going to get. So from a Rangers set point of view, you're just going to kind of have to go with what you trust uh, and everyone else um, just based on what we've discussed before. But I'll probably review it again next week because that'll be going into the blank week and then we'll see where we are ahead of the big double game week. Right, cool. Uh, just on that, because it will be... Yeah, it's fine. It's Saturday, it's Saturday. So we'll probably cover it for the blank week. I thought maybe it would some similar fixtures, but it's not. Right, okay. So as you can probably guess, most of the questions are based on double game weeks. So a lot of them will kind of overlap <laughs> each other, but we'll go through them as best we can. So I put out the tweet last week. So some of these two questions might be slightly outdated, but we'll answer it anyway. So first up was Melvin. Is Van Veen a double game week trap? Especially if you have Kyogo, Shatner, Morelos, Motherwell's poor form. Right, so you can probably take Kyogo out situation this week, but is it a trap? I think I'll answer first. I think the fact that we none of us really mentioned him in our thinking or how we were bringing him in or how we trust Motherwell, I think it'd be a trap. Uh, you could get lucky. Could be punny. If you get double, if you get two well cars, you can do it and come back out. But what's your thoughts, Tony? Is Van Veen a trap? I think he is. As, as I said, um, you have to consider whether he will outscore Morelos or Shankland in his two games versus their single game. And for me, the answer to that is no. I don't have then the option to turn it around 
Um, so I will avoid. If you go on them, you might get lucky, but as a manager, that's not really what I'd be looking to to rely on. I'd right. sooner trust the submitting. Yep. Tom Van Veentrap, is he interested in you? Or is not not at all. No, not at all. Um, pre and I would have said definitely a trap. Now he's perhaps a little bit of a an unknown entity, um, given that you know so when a manager gets sacked, there's sometimes a little bounce there where you know players do hit form in a bid to impress a new manager. But even then, he's probably not going to outscore a lot of in-form strikers and uh, probably relying quite a lot on penalties. I mean, in that game, he didn't even start, so that's a concern as well. So I I would avoid. Okay, next up, question last week as well, is Ewan RFC83. Who is the best at mid midfielder for a double game week? I'm between Bacchus and Ahara. So I don't particularly like really any decent man midfielders. I think they're, I prefer the wing-backs and both the defenders in the game if you're going to pick them. But just on average points per game and I test, if it was me, I would pick Bacchus. Tom? Um, I'm the opposite. I'd go with Haro because he's, he's on penalties. <laughs> I think he scored a penalty in the, the cup game on the weekend as well. Um, so that just kind of reinforces reinforces that. But like yourself, I, I'm not a big fan of the St. Mirren uh, midfielders. I'd much rather go for double defence and then let's see who starts in that first, first fixture midweek. Let's see who the strikers are and perhaps go with them. Um, Motherwell, you know, not great. And they're at home to Ross County, so could quite easily bag a goal there. They don't used to decide it. Bacchus or O'Hara? Yeah, so the casting vote, I have actually gone for O'Hara as well. Um, more just from a penalty perspective. Um, had Ayunga not been injured, then I guess we would have all just jumped on that. Uh, Point-wise, it's actually Bacchus who's got more points, uh, 73. O'Hara's got 69. I don't see either of them as sort of creative players. O'Hara is more of a midfield general, probably pick up a booking, but if they get a penalty, he'd be the one to take it. So you're really just putting all your eggs in that one basket. I think, as you've both said, defensively, it's probably more sound and, and, and reliable in that sense. But if I had to pick, and I might well do so, I would go O'Hara. Okay, right, on to more recent questions. So first up is Kevin Wood, Fish 89 Do you have any injury news on Lundstrom and Furihashi? So, Don, you can cover Lundstrom in injury news. Uh, no, and I know Kevin plays the expert mode, um, and that's probably where this question is coming from because Lundstrom's uh, a quite a pivotal player in that um, game mode. Um, as far as I'm concerned, he's not a player that you'd be wanting to have in the classic game just because of Tillman and Morales and Tav that we've already discussed. I've not seen anything from the club uh, to say that we do back anytime soon, but I think... One of the benefits that we'll have as a team is we're probably a lot stronger in midfield now than we used to be. I think before he would have been rushed back to get in there. But with the signing of Raskin um, and Kent and Kamara all playing in that position, I think there's enough cover. And with the cup final coming up, again, I don't think he'd be rushed back. So um, I would expect him not to feature this, um, this game week. Yep, and I think, I think Michael Beale said he would he could be back for the cup final, but it was kind of loosely based. So that's to me says he's yeah. like you mentioned he's not getting risked. Same with Furashi, I don't see him getting risked before it. So 
if you owned any of the two of them, I would be, if you don't rely on them, I don't put it that way. I wouldn't be vice captain of them. What about yourself, Tom? You had any Furuhashi news or same as me? Not heard anything uh, post, post-game interview. Um, and said it was a shoulder injury that's annoyed him in the past. Um, he did say that if there's one player that wants to make himself available to play, then it's him. And he'll probably be eager to train on Monday, but they're going to await the results of a scan. So I doubt we'll hear much more about that until maybe late on in the week. How, that being said, it's um, certainly like we've got Aberdeen at home. I think they'll probably imagine they can get through that fixture easily enough with Maeda and then maybe O as a sub. Um, and then obviously the there's the cup final um, coming up. So I think he'll probably be rested in preparation for that if he's if he's available to start that game. Yeah, just to conclude, I don't think anyone's going to be playing this weekend. So if you've got no. them, don't be putting any chips on them or any captaincy on them. Right, next up is from Brian Blades Attack. With Motherwell having a double and then playing in a blank, with the exception of Liam Kelly, who are you going to go to if you absolutely had to? So had, I'm glad he finished that week. I was going to say <laughs> no. If I absolutely had to, it would probably be Van Veen. Absolutely had to just because he's that penalty situation. But anyone else defensively, Nat Spittle was good at the start of the season, but he's fell off the, the form three as well. So I'm interested in him. I take it, Don, you, you nod your head there, do you agree? Van Veen's yeah. absolute have to, that's it. Yeah. Well, you said with the exception of Liam Kelly, I wouldn't even have Liam Kelly. Nah, uh, he's quite either. expensive um, in the game. So, no, uh, it would, every one of them would be a punt. And the only one that you can rely on because he takes penalties is Van Veen. So, if you absolutely had to, then, yeah, that's that's what I'd have gone for. Tom, gun your head, Motherwell player. No, you may as well pull names out of a hat in the Motherwell <laughs> squad. Because you it's, say it's, pull it's the just, No, it's, it's, it's just a complete punt. So Van Veen, if you really twisted my arm, but nah, I, I'm, I'm not going for any Motherwell players myself. So it's hard to it's hard to back that move. I know. Watch Van Veen going nuts. Watch him watching him with the whole egg in their face. But here we go. Next up is from John Cameron, that's Cammy37. Are you guys going all in for Motherwell, new intern manager double game week bounce? I think we've just made that quite clear in the last one. It's a no for me, Tom. No for me. Donnie? Yeah, it's got to be a no. I think if you had another game, sort of information-wise, you could maybe work out the, the style and formation they're going to play, but it's just coming straight off the bat. No, stay up here. Right, next up is Bill Hardy. We say him again. Please each name one preferred midfield option and one preferred attacking option. Motherwell, Horset, Man, not including Spittle. So, that, you see my reply to that. He really limited our, our options to see what we could do. <laughs> so, again, gun to the head. Motherwell first. Van Veen's attacking option. And not including Spittle. If I had to, it would be McKinstry. And for St. Mirren, you're going to get the team news, so whoever's playing out in Maine and what are probably going to be Maine and midfield option. I've went back as you went, you've went O'Hara, so that's my quick one. Donny, same again? Yeah, so for Motherwell, I've gone Van Veen and Goss, uh, and for St Mirren, O'Hara and Maine. Um, I think he'll start ahead a lot, just because he's in form. Tom? Yeah, same as Donny. Okay. Copy others homework. <laughs> right, and this tweet. What's next? That's Kim would just basically replying. Oh, next one is from Yal Leopard, right? Oh, I was like, he's got two questions here. I've not seen this. Let's 
Right. Is playing both wild cards in 26, then 27 the best strategy? If so, name one week punt in each position for 26, particularly relevant if your ashes out in any name. I think he meant absolutely on the wrong game weeks. But I'm assuming he's meaning obviously the blank and then the wild card in 26 to cover it, or 25, 26. So a punt, Donnie, for each one. Uh, so for 26, I've already said, I think Mioski at home to Livingston's good value. Uh, I'm just looking down the fix. I've got Armstrong, he's at home to Motherwell, that could be quite good, and Ross County at home to Dundee United, again you've got Danda and White uh, would be the, the, the picks there, I think anything else is really risky, simply in defence, we've already talked about what was the other game week you're asking for? The well card after the uh, Tom situation, so uh, 27 with the doubles. So again, you're going to want to reload up on Rangers and Celtic, so I think Furuhashi probably back by then, so Furuhashi, Moy and Jota in midfield, Rangers, um, I think it's going to be Tav, Tillman, Morelos. Um, just looking down, not really anything else outside of that, as I say, Hearts got Celtic, and Hibs have got Rangers, so I think you're just going to have to go back heavy on the old farm. If Aberdeen have got form still, they've got Dundee United, so you could stick um, with Miofsky for that game week. Um, but I think the fact that it's Rangers and Celtic are back, you're just going to have to go full out, full out on them. Yourself, Tom, you mentioned Jordan White before. Is that still one you think about, or any other points in both game weeks? Yeah, game week 26. Did he not comment on that? Says, I mean, game week 25. I think he's he's made it wrong. He's well carved in the way the you way you're doing it. I think that's because you can you can dead end his team this week as well and have a one week punt because then he wild card in twenty six and twenty seven. So this week the players are going to get potentially just a one week punt as well. Mm, I think he's meaning the way he wanted it was using the wild card the way we discussed it. So I'm assuming it's wild card the blank, wild card out the blank. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um. So for game week 26, White Danda probably the options there, considering their form for uh, the double game week. Um, Livingston have got two home fixtures against Hibs and Dundee United, so there's scope there. If you don't have Stephen Kelly, then he could be an option. Even going with someone like Bruce Anderson, if you're if you're looking to punt there. If you if he was talking about this game week, then. Um, Kilmarnock obviously aren't doing too well away from home and they travel to Hibs. So given Ellie Ewan's form and uh, the question the questionability about um, uh, Furuhashi starting, if you wanted to just get rid of him and take a one-week punt on a striker, then uh, Ewan, I think he could be an option there as well. Okay. He pretty much nailed... I've, I was going to say Kayleigh Livingston is a double. That's only one other one I thought of that Donnie didn't mention. But apart from that, we'll see how it works out. And I think that is the last of the questions. Any more, Tony? I missed. Is that them all? Uh, no, I think that's everything. Right. So now you've knew all the fixtures. You know the team news. Let's go to the fixtures we've got this week coming up. So as Donny mentioned a few times, we only have one early team news. And that's Motherwell versus them tomorrow night. The rest of them are Saturday. So you're going to have to go with tried and tested, and hopefully nobody gets rested. Yeah, it rhymed. So Motherwell sitting on Wednesday. Then we started. We get Man versus Ross County. Livingston Rangers. Hibernian, Kilmarnock, Dundee United, St Johnson. Celtic Aberdeen and Sunday Motherwell Hearts. So now you're in the fixtures, what is his captain, vice captaincy, and transfer plans, Tom? Um, it's, it's, it's a tough one for me because Kyogo might not play. Well, I doubt he's going to play. 
Um, I've got Duke, who's away at Celtic, and I also have Ginelli, who's red-carded, so isn't going to play. Um, toying with a few ideas. Wait for the St. Mirren lineup and see who starts there. I could go either Tony Watt or Main. I don't know if I'm going to what I'm going to do if they start with two up front and they both start. Maybe I have to toss a coin. Um, another consideration could be um, going uh, Duke to Maeda and benching Kyogo. And then if Kyogo was to come on and do anything, then he could be part of the, the bench trick there as well. So that is another consideration. I think Maeda's got the ability to outscore a double game week player given how you know how set like press going forward. So um if I bring in Maeda, I'd probably vice captain him and then um Captain Tab probably have to stick with him. Tony. So I might make two changes this game week because it's obviously with the blank week just around the corner, I need to maximise as many players as I can. So I'll recoup the points um, with teams playing twice, but I guess it's the only way I can work around it. So I've got Cochrane. I'll probably look to swap him out for a St. Mirren defender. And I've got Josh Campbell, who I might take out for Kelly. Um, hold my hands up. That was a mistake taking him out last week. So might put him in. The, yeah, I think I'll, I'll have to make two transfers just to get my numbers up for the blank week. Um, Captain Tav seems like the most sensible thing to do. Although Livingston have got a knack of scoring against us. Um, Vice captain, just because of the Kyogo injury doubt, I will probably look to Shankland. I don't know if I trust Morelos um, to, to get me goals in that game. So that gives me balance. So captain Tav, vice captain Shankland, and maybe a couple of transfers um, just to get as many double game week players as I can. Uh, blank week players as I can, sorry. Right, myself, I am going to run on the basis that Furuhashi isn't going to get any game time. So he will my transfer out for either Mayor or Watt, who's named the striker, face captain Shackling as Motherwell, I think, which looks to sound bet, and Captain Tav, as it stands. I think that's what I'll do. And then, obviously, bring Furuhashi back in. If he's if we get more injury news and he's back, the wild card, can we use to bring him in? And if he's more long-term, it'll go towards Maeda or Tro, whoever keeps the starting line-up, which probably will be Maeda. Right, that is us. That was quite a long one, quite other than in depth there for the blank game week. Hope that helped, guys. It certainly helped me. So, you can get a plug in for you go, Donnie. I am at FFS underscore Donnie. Tom? And I'm at FFS underscore Scout. I'm the Fantasy Half. We'll be back next week to discuss this double game week and then probably go more in depth with more information about the blank game week, which will be a headache for a lot of managers apart from Tom. So, <laughs> <laughs> we will see how we go in then. Also, remember the Okay, you see it. Fantasy Football Royal Rumble Rumble is on this week's. So Tom also has probably the best chance to steal the match on this one as well. We'll see how that works out. So thanks for listening and we will see you later. Say goodbye, guys. Bye. Bye. Goodbye from me.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 